things about you as we go through a process of changing, of guiding our light into a new, that some things are going to stay intact, but some stuff is going to have to be eaten away, eroded, dissolved, whatever word you want to call it, it has to go. Now, if you're a human being like me, you might fight at that, but I don't want you to fight at that, you to fight at that. You're listening to Powerful, a podcast that will provide you with solutions to ignite your superpowers, identify your limiting habits, and help you be more authentic. Hi, I'm your host, Bridget Brown Jackson. The episodes are cultivated with you in mind and teach us how to be intentionally powerful. It is declared that you are ordained for it. Oh, powerful people. I hope you are ready for this episode today. Yes, episode 132 is going to be one that is one that might go down in the record books. We are talking about embracing the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, yes, I said it. A lot of times we want to talk about the good, but we don't want to embrace the bad and the ugly that comes along with success. You can't have success without having sometimes those failures. That's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about transformation and what it looks like when that disruption happens. We have three great points that we're going to leave you with today. It is going to be powerful. Yes, yes, yes. You know it's your girl, Bridget, better known as your partner in success. I want you to sit back, wait, stay tuned. As soon as we have this word from our sponsor, we will be back and hopefully giving you just what you need today. Ladies, if you're reflecting and thinking, why has my life been looking like this? You are not alone, but you are ready for change. Believe me, I know. Don't throw in the towel. Get out of your feelings. Come and join us at the Powerful Ordain for It Conference, September the 17th through the 19th. VIP tickets will not only allow you to enjoy three days of 21 empowerment sessions with dynamic and influential speakers from around the world, but it will afford you over $2,000 in valuable resources and support to help you walk in power and get out of those limiting beliefs that may have you stuck. What are you waiting for? Go to www.powerfulsummit.org and get your ticket. Tickets are only $47. VIP tickets are a low investment of $197. Invest in yourself and walk in the life that is designed especially for you, for you. Welcome, welcome back, powerful people. I'm so very excited. I hope you can hear the excitement in my voice. Yes, this, I don't even know if you heard that hand clap that I just did. I'm that excited. Yes, I'm patting my hands. I'm tapping my feet because I am so very excited to be in front of you today in your listening ears. We're going to talk about something great, phenomenal, something that's dear to my heart. We're going to talk about transformation today. 
Yes, transformation. Well, you have to understand why I want to talk about transformation. But before we get into that, let me tell you what you're going to walk away with. I'm going to tell you three easy things that I want you to remember as it relates to transformation. We're going to talk about processes. We're going to talk about embracing. And we're going to talk about being the domino effect. Okay, so let's get into this. I, again, am so very, very excited. When 2020, before 2020 rolled in, I started uh, getting ready for 2020, right? Um, Started getting ready for 2021. Started getting ready for 2019. So every year I do this uh, pre-New Year thing. So I don't believe in resolutions, uh, but I do do vision boards. I do, again, visualize my year and do the things that I want to do. And I think it's just the word resolution. It's not that there's anything wrong with resolutions, but I don't write New Year's resolutions. I do write out my goals and and I learned for 2021 to really write them out and be very, very specific. One of the things that I started doing maybe about five years ago was I started using guiding words. And so um, I got this uh, idea concept from a very well-renowned woman, right? And, and she's again, a, a great influencer. And so I decided, oh yes, I'm going to do guiding words. So this year for 2021, my guiding word was transform. I've really been into transformation, you know, as a coach, that's one of the things that I want my people to do is to transform. And so I even changed my, my tagline. I changed my business uh, handle, if you will, on social media and everything. So it's now Bridget transforms and it's going to continue to be that way because I think that I'm finally into that part. I think sometimes we use the word transformation. We use transform loosely because we think, you know, if we're changing, we're transforming, but transforming really, really really entails some more unique things. For instance, Lisa Nichols, uh, one of my coaches. So yes, just like I tell you all, uh, you should have a coach. I have multiple coaches and Lisa Nichols is one of those people, right? Um, and so she shares, you know, all the time on her platform, the difference about transformation. And if I really want to transform, I'm going to have some disruption. I'm just going to let you think about that for a moment. Yes, if I really want to transform, there has to be some disruption. We're going to get to that in a minute. But let me go back to this guiding word concept. So if you don't have a guiding word, and if you're a regular listener to my podcast, and you know that I talk about having a guiding word, I need you to get a guiding word. I need you to have something that guides you that you continuously think about. So while my guiding word this year was transform, And I was really into transformation of myself first. Uh, I spent the greater part of 2020 just transforming myself, especially as I went from a nine to fiver to full-time entrepreneurship. That was a transformation in and of itself. I had to really change a lot of my ideology um, because it didn't fit with me being a business owner. Um, And a lot of the stuff did. A lot of stuff is very practical. Everything that I've learned as an educator, whether I was a teacher, whether I was a director of education, whether I was curriculum consultant, whether I was the principal, you know, whatever my role was as an educator for over the past 30 years, I've used all of that knowledge to make me a better entrepreneur, right? And so guiding words are so very crucial. Well, God threw me a whammy. (laughs) I love how he has such a great sense of humor. He added for me 
the word hope last year. So I had my word, I had my vision board kind of fleshed out. I hadn't put it actually on the board, but I had mapped it all out, right? And then God said, hope. I'm like, hope? I said, but God, my word is transformed. And he said, people need hope. People need hope. They need to be reinflated. I was mesmerized. And so for this year, I threw two summits, free summits, Hope Ignited. Hope Ignited 1 and Hope Ignited 2. I had over 20 powerful women speakers speaking on the topic of hope. And we are just releasing a book. So yes, those same women, we came together and we have designed and collaborated on a book anthology. So we have a book coming out called Hope Ignited, right? So very excited about it, right? So those guiding words. And so not only did the word transform guide me, but now when God told me hope to pour hope in other women, now hope is guiding me too as well. So I have those two guiding words and I have them because again, I want my approach to my business to my clients, to the people that I try to serve, I want it to be differentiated. So differentiated is a word. Differentiation is a word. Both of those are words that I use as an educator, right? And we were talking about differentiation when it comes to curriculum. So if I have a third grade classroom, I'm going to differentiate. I'm going to have things for those students that need to work at a slower pace, those people need to work at a faster place, and those people in between. So I don't know if you remember when you were a student and you were in school, most teachers taught what we call the T-range. You taught right there to the ones that was in the front, down the line of the middle, and you did the same thing with the curriculum most parts. So it was either hit or miss. I'm going to teach it and you're going to get it. Well, one of the things that as educators, we've come up with and understood that we have to differentiate the learning. And when we do that, now it's not a shotgun approach where you just go boom and the pellets go wherever they want to go. You become a sniper and you can literally hit where you want to hit because you're being very strategic. And so that's what I want you all to do. I want you to be very strategic in your life. What are those things that you need to hit and you need to be precise in hitting them? So I want to make sure that you are guiding yourself in that. Guide yourself. Guide, 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 guide. Make sure you have a guiding word. So if you don't have a guiding word, you don't have a guiding compass, I need you to do that. And if you need help with that, I offer free resources. I keep telling my listening audience, come on. Some of you are taking me up on it. Some of you are not. So if you're listening to this right now and you have not gotten some of the free resources, please go in the show notes right now and get those free resources. So on to our points real quick. Finish this in the next couple of minutes. Uh, well, not a couple of minutes, but at least in the next 10 minutes, right? Enzymes. We all have enzymes in our body. But I want to talk about the caterpillar to the butterfly experience. I share that in my book, Powerful Growing You and Unlock Your Purpose. My first chapter, I talk about the caterpillar and the butterfly. Uh, as a teacher, I loved science. So I loved teaching. And every year I had a butterfly garden. Every year. I don't care. We had it in our first grade curriculum. But when I went to second grade, I took my butterflies. When I went to third grade, I taught all the way from first grade to fifth grade. I always did still do my butterflies. I did my butterflies at home with my children because I love the process to allow them to see metamorphosis. So I want to talk about metamorphosis in a different way than most people talk about it. The caterpillar 
has to change and transform into the butterfly. It's a process. So number one, I want you to understand, taken away with you today, processes are necessary. So think about your life. What processes do you have in your life that's helping you guide your life to the greater, better, more efficient you? Then I want you to realize that you can't skip the processes. Sometimes we don't want to go through the processes. So here, let me explain that more. The caterpillar can only become the butterfly when the caterpillar actually self-inflicts itself. Yes. So the caterpillar goes into the cocoon or chrysalis, depending on what type of of, uh, caterpillar it is. So it either goes into a cocoon or it goes into a chrysalis. Its body then is eaten up by the enzymes that are formed inside of the chrysalis or the cocoon. It is literally turned into mush. Yes, just liquid mush. All except for a piece that's called the imaginal disc. The imaginal disc then becomes the butterfly. So it stays intact. So there's some things about you as we go through a process of changing, of guiding our light into a new, that some things are going to stay intact, but some stuff is going to have to be eaten away, eroded, dissolved, whatever word you want to call it, it has to go. Now, if you're a human being like me, you might fight at that, but I don't want you to fight at that. Processes are necessary which leads us to my point number two. Embrace the good, bad, and the ugly. Yes, that's what I said. The good, bad, and the ugly. Let me tell you why I'm saying that. It's because I did not want to fail ever. Just wrap your mind around that. Who wants to fail? No one. But I have somebody that I look up to and I admire named Les Brown. Les Brown talks about failure all the time. And he laughs and he just talks about failure. He's like, I failed all the time. And he laughs about it, right? Tavis Smiley has a book on failure. Love it. Love his mindset on failure. It was when I saw that, that I had to then change and say, wait a minute, there's nothing wrong with failure. There's nothing wrong with failure. So that's the bad and the ugly. If you don't fail, you can't do the good. We always want to embrace the good, but we don't want to embrace the bad and the ugly. When the caterpillar is in that cocoon, transforming into that butterfly, it's ugly. Yes, it's ugly. It turns into mesh. It's gone. It's dissolved. But the transformation process of metamorphosis allows it to come out on the other side better. So if we do fail, if we do have setbacks, if we do have trials and tribulations, those things can catapult us to some great and magnified, great, glorious results. But we always see failure as, oh, that's a negative thing. It is not. Now, do we intentionally decide to fail? No, but we must embrace failure. We must embrace setbacks. Because it's when we have those that our moments of greatness comes. So here's why I say that. I told you all I started off my journey of entrepreneurship. And I put some money, 
<laughs> into my first business. So I had multiple businesses. Let me put it like, like this. I've been doing business for over 20 years, but I was doing them as hobbies. But in 2019, I decided, yes, I'm going to really, really do business full time. So I started my publishing company and I put money into it and I made a whole lot of erroneous mistakes. You know why? Because number one, I didn't use other people's talents and wisdom. I didn't know what to do. So I'm just kind of doing some stuff rather than do what I tell you all to do all the time. Get a coach. Had I got a coach. So I took my money and invested it where I thought that would give me the best return. It didn't. But when I turned around and put money into coaches and put money into knowledge and put money into wisdom in one year, I grew more than I did in 20 years. So embrace the good, the bad and the ugly so that you can have the domino effect. So step number three, tip number three is be the domino effect. So if you all listen, you I don't know if you remember, I did an episode called The Domino Effect. To this date, it is still one, I think it's the second most popular podcast that I have. It was phenomenal. And it was at the beginning. I still can't can't touch that one that I did. I had people just listening and people ranting and raving and people giving me feedback on it. Um, and it was short. It was a very short uh, podcast. But people can relate to that. See, here's the thing when you have the domino effect. The first domino controls the rest of the dominoes. When it falls, boom, it does a ripple effect and all of them fall. So how are you being that lead domino in the life of other people? Because if you realize it, it's not about us. We were designed to solve problems. God uniquely gave us innate abilities to be able to help solve some type of problem in the world. For instance, lawyers, they solve legal problems. Teachers solve education problems. Plumbers solve plumbing problems. You know, everybody in the world has a problem that they solve. Inventors solve a problem to give people some type of solace. You know, everybody solves a problem. NASA solves the problem for us understanding the unknown out there in the galaxy. You know, everybody solves a problem. You solve a problem. What's the problem that you solve? I know the problem that I solve. I am definitely, and have always been most of my life, a motivator. Even as a little kid, I was. I didn't understand it. I wasn't mature in it. But I solve a problem right now of providing people with hope, transforming people's lives. And I'm able to do that. I was able to do it as an educator. Now I'm able to do it as an entrepreneur. So be that domino effect. And here's the last point that I'm making with this. As the domino effect, let's go back to that butterfly. So the caterpillar enzymes, eats it away. It forms into that cocoon or chrysalis. The magical disc then starts expanding and growing out into that butterfly. And to the point where the chrysalis or the cocoon cracks open, and then here out comes this beautiful aerial species that could just fly and go and do everything. But that butterfly is not just flying. That butterfly has a purpose to repopulate. Butterflies are pollinators. So guess what they get to do? Help make the world bigger, better, and brighter. You are no longer that caterpillar. 
You are the butterfly. So I need you to fly, fly high, be beautiful. But more than that, I need you to repopulate. So I want you to think about what's guiding you to repopulate in the area that God has designed for you to repopulate. What's your why? What's your thing that you bring to the world? I need you to make sure that you're making it happen for somebody else because your life is not just about you. It's about the service that you were born to give in whatever population God's assigned you to. For me, again, I know my specific target of what God has given me. I'm a butterfly and I repopulate. You're a butterfly. How are you repopulating? What are you doing? Think about that. This has been your girl, Bridget. You know I like to call myself your partner in success. If you need any support, any help, I am always here. You can reach out to me at ordainededucator at gmail.com. Again, ordainededucator at gmail.com. I do respond to my listening audience if you send me an email. As well, inside the show notes has all the details about how to further get in contact with me. I hope this uh, segment has blessed you and I hope you are guided into repopulating whatever that thing is for you. I know you can do it. I know you can. If you've gotten something good out of this, I'm asking you for a great, great favor. Please share this with someone else. And additionally, if you have really enjoyed it, would you please consider doing a review if you have not done so already? You can go to Apple Podcasts and then you can make a review. As well as you can go on my website. All of that information is inside the show notes and you can send me a comment. And I would love to share that with others if this has been a benefit and a blessing to you. Uh, As always, you know I love to say, coach me and I learn. Challenge me and I grow. Believe in me and I win. You are a winner. I believe in you.